are live and on the road for a Santa stop. It's our last outing, the LoJ outing of the year. We are Creative Hair Design in Roseville on Fairview Avenue, right north of Rosedale Center. And we have another edition of the LoJ Book Club. And, and today's guest is Alan Askins. And today we are sponsored by the Book Club Restaurant, where every time you go there, they're in South Minneapolis, they have fabulous food. Uh, you get a free appetizer or a free dessert if you mention the LoJ Book Club with your order. That's so right. So it's great. Alan, thank you. Thanks Hi, for coming. Ladies. Nice we, to see we you. We just uh, realized that you drove from Mankato. How were the roads? Uh, you know, once you get on the back roads, they're a little, you have to drive you know, 30, 40 miles yeah. an hour. But on the interstate, it was just wet. Yeah. So it wasn't bad at all. Okay, good. Well, thank, thank you. Thank you for coming. And your latest book. Yes, Forsaken County. Country. Country. It's so good. Thank you. Once again, okay, give us the setup, because we've met this character. If people have read any of your books before, we've read... Max. We've, we've met Max before. Yeah, so, so I write um, character-driven stories, and I try and make each book a standalone. So Max, this is the fourth book where Max is featured heavily. Mm-hmm. Uh, second book where he is the, the primary, the main character. Uh, in the first three books... Uh, the, there's kind of an arc to his character and the arc ends with him doing something very bad and he goes to this cabin up north his family owns and kind of puts himself in exile and that was Deep Dark Descending was that, that book um, three and a half years later uh, Forsaken Country comes along um, Max is still in this cabin he's still you know he's waiting for a catharsis he's waiting for uh, you know something to change in his life that to, to deal with this bad thing he did and it's just not happening, um, and he doesn't know why. Uh, so, one day, the former sheriff shows up at his door at his cabin, and um, wants his help. The former sheriff's daughter and grandson are gone. Uh, all the evidence suggests that they just packed up and left, but the former sheriff doesn't believe that to be true. He wants Max to help. Max isn't ready to come out of his exile, but he relents. He helps Lyle, his his friend, um, and that brings him back into the world and it's all about you know whether max is ready to come back into society who he is can he live with who he is and what he's done um so um that's that's kind of the story it's so it's so yes. exciting it's yes. such an exciting story i mean really a page turner um i don't know how you manage how you writers manage to do this but you just really came up with a wonderful story that was very enjoyable to read thank you uh, what, what i try and do and i recently had somebody uh review my novels and talk about how they're trojan horses and what the reviewer meant by that is i write in a genre um mystery thriller genre mm-hmm. but he says the mystery mystery thriller part of my novels are like the horse but the real story is the people inside yes and that's really the part of it that i've always loved uh, from the very first day when I sat down to write for my own fun, uh, I wanted to write about people and characters and relationships and deeper themes. But because I was a criminal defense attorney, I kept getting pulled towards the mystery thriller um, mm-hmm. side of the story because I knew that world. And I decided I'm just going to combine them. Uh, I'm going to have these you know, great human stories, but I'm going to present them in, the, in, the, in a thriller or a mystery a thriller or a mystery yeah and you you really you do it so so well and i i had forgotten about max you know because mm-hmm. that was you know was the la- he in your th- last book no three and a half years ago was yeah. the last max book when you were on our show 
Uh, you were on more recently. Yeah. Yes, I was on more recently. Your last novel was, was uh, what? Nothing More Dangerous, I oh, believe. That was, so uh, that was so amazing. Good. I just had a girlfriend uh, read that in Mexico, and she was like, oh my God, why isn't this like a mini series? That is a good book. That is a wonderful, just standalone epic. Yeah, so any producers out there, yeah, it should be. A- yeah, Bill I'm telling Pallad, you, River Road Productions, right. we've got an author for you. Yes. And you know, I was reading something. If you're just joining us, we're with Alan Askin. Um, Eskins. Uh, Eskins. I'm going to just mess up everything else. Don't worry about um, it. Um, the book is Forsaken, Forsaken Country, Country, not, not County. County. <laughs> Thank you, Laurie. Thank you. It's got a lovely cover. I do want to ask you how you come up with the names for your books. Oh, well, I try and name my novels based on the themes of the story. Um, and then I send it to my publisher, and they tell me to go back to the drawing board. <laughs> but I still, every time I, I come up with a name, it's got to be something that, that fits the theme of the novel. And so, because this is about a man who has locked himself away in exile, and really has has he feels forsaken by the world, he he is you know he's waiting for this this bad shoe to drop, uh, and he wants to be left alone, but he's then pulled back out. And the last third of the novel is a chase up through the Boundary Waters. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh! Do you do you know the Boundary Waters in Grand Rapids area and all of this that's I, in the novel? I have, I've been through there so. I had never camped in the Boundary Waters before, okay. and I was writing this book, and I knew that I needed to go there. So I set up a, a, an excursion, and I got two friends of mine to go along with me. Now, one of these friends, this guy knows everything about camping. He's he's you know he should have his own TV show. Sure. Okay. And I took him along because I didn't want to die in the Boundary Waters. <laughs> right. Good idea. Uh, the other friend was a guy who really has no business being in the Boundary Waters. Um, He's not a camper, but he's a good friend. And I took him along because if we were to see a bear or a moose, I can outrun him. So <laughs> He's bait. He's bait, yes. <laughs> okay, good uh, choices. So, so we went up to the Boundary Waters, and we actually um, hiked the trail that is in the book. Um, I had a you know 40-pound backpack on because I wanted to know how far can I travel in an hour, in two hours, in three hours? Mm-hmm. How soon do I wear out? What mm-hmm. starts to hurt first? Um, you know, What's the terrain like? And... It, it, I had written the chapters already, but then I went up and went camping up there and came back and rewrote them based on what it's really like to be in the Boundary Waters. So it was, I love going up there now. It's, it's just so gorgeous. It's amazing. What were some of the big changes, though, that you had to make based on actually having a personal experience? Um, so the, the sloughs. So as you're walking along the hills, there would be this mud, sticky mud black slough that comes down where the water drains. I didn't know those existed. Mm-hmm. Um, and you have to, like... You know, navigate across this narrow log mm-hmm. uh, and try not to slip and fall. And you know, sure enough, my my buddy fell in with a pack. A slew fell mm-hmm. in the pack. He's on his back. He's like mm-hmm. an upside down turtle. Um, it was. <laughs> it, <laughs> I, I felt so bad because I didn't have my camera out when Absolutely. he fell. Absolutely. But uh, there's so there's slews, uh, the the beaver dams. You know, you're walking along the trail and everything's hunky dory, and all of a sudden there's water and the trail ends, and you have to figure out, you know, how to get around the beaver dam and pick up the trail on the other side. Uh, it was, but honestly, it was just gorgeous uh, from beginning to end. Did you do a winter trip or a summer trip? We did a early, so it was like, like, uh, Memorial Day. Okay. Okay. So, so it's still, it's still winter. Yeah, it, it got down to I think 33 degrees mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. night, so it was chilly. Um, and I wanted that because in the novel it is chilly, and, mm-hmm. and I think they're in November when they go. It's incredibly- and William Ken Kruger gave you just the biggest plug, you know, saying he you're one of our best crime writers. Everyone should read his books. The book is Forsaken 
Country. Mm-hmm. Right. William Gunn is a wonderful person. He's yeah. wonderful. So nice. We we so appreciate your books. Another another page turner thriller. Thank you so much. Thanks Thank for, for coming me. here. Yeah, We've thanks got, for driving. We out. really appreciate it. And you both um, look lovely today. In Thank our in our you. lovely way. Thank you. Thank you so much, Alan and Grant. You know we have a couple books to give away that Alan brought for us today. Um, give Grant a call at 651-641-1071 and we're going to catch up on the traffic. Yeah. And we are at Creative Hair Designs in Roseville. We'd love it if you stop by for a Santa stop.